Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. Hello, welcome to ABW Live. Yes, we're back, just like the Arsenal. Back to that. Uh, not the best night, guys. So we're just going to get on with it. Um, in the chat box, first in the chat box is Arms two three five one hundred. Then Phil Marker. Then Super Califragilistic XB Arsed Docious. Okay, he changed his name tonight, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Alan Craig, uh, J. Rob, uh, Carter Stage is there. Phil Mack, uh, came on 1867. Thunder Road, Sanam Gurung, uh, Debbie Elders there. I've missed somebody, and I do apologise. Oh, God. Uh, what the hell can I say? Um, who else is anybody else? Archie's there. Uh, MJL is there, Cola's used cars is there. Uh, hello, hello everyone. Hope you're all well. Bit of a painful game to talk about, but let's get straight into it. Tonight I've got with me the one and only Cactus Cash, it's Rich. Say hello, Rich. Hello, Rich. I thought I'd steal that joke from uh, John. <laughs> hey, mate, I'll take it from wherever I can. I'll take it wherever I get it. I love that. Thank you. Um, and Norwich's answer to Dr. Kildare. It's Ellis Mel. Say hello, El. Hello. What a great game to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was a bit painful, wasn't it? Um, Let's get straight into it, because I don't think any of us particularly want to be here at the moment. It's a bit harsh. Um, Rich, lineups. We saw a few changes tonight. Um, What do you think of it? Uh, I'm there to be expected to be honest with you because you know we'd had two pretty hard games. Uh, I I expected it kind of expected more changes to be honest with you. Like I, I didn't expect Lacazette to to start. Um, I thought with Eddie coming back, he would have been given the centre forward berth. <sighs> yeah, it was just it was to be expected to be fair. Um, the fact that you know it's not that long until with the FA Cup final and. Yeah, <laughs> All right, there's a little bit to play for with these last two games, but not massively. So, yeah, I was surprised, to be fair. Yeah, I've I got to be honest. I was, I was surprised Louise played. I was surprised that Alba played, you know, mm. and Lacazette. Um, and, well, you know, well, let's just get straight into it. You know, we didn't start well, did we, Ellis? Um, you know, for the, the game itself, we had plenty of possession in our first half, but we just didn't look... Like we were creating anything, you know, and we you could clearly tell that we missed Jaka, couldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Like you say, we had a lot of possession, but not enough penetration, really. I think that's probably as sort of versatile as Lucas Torreira is, sort of in a defensively minded midfielder. He's not too great in the attacking sort of phase, and I don't think him and the, his partnership with Ceballos really shone in, in tonight's game. I think we sort of, like you said, we got the ball a lot. I don't think Villa particularly pressed us. I think, if anything, they sort of did a bit um, to, to us what we sort of did to Man City and Liverpool. They just they just wanted it more, quite frankly, and we just 
didn't really see matter. I guess that's that's to be expected when the, the guys are played as well as they have in the last two games. They put a lot on the last on the pitch of the last two games, and they're probably just it just happens. And it's, it's it's one of those human factors where you just sort of take your foot off the gas. You're in a position where a lot there's been a lot of changes in the team. You're not really playing for anything in the league other than potential and potential of getting into Europe. But again. It, potentially a slim chance a lot of things have to happen for that to work for us and I think I think the guys just took the foot off the gas really and they just never really took that game by the scruff of the neck at, at any point especially in the, sort of the first half I absolutely agree with that Rich you know you could tell you missed Xhaka both Torreira and Ceballos missed him okay you know they both like playing with him he's that anchor in the, in, in the midfield but I mean we, you know we got all this possession We've got, as as, as as I said, no penetration, Mickey. We don't look very creative. I found playing Eddie on the wing really, um, uh, you know, re- well, he just struggled. You know, he, he won't, he'll always give you hard work, but as for being creative, that's just not happening, is it? Um, how frustrated were you that, with that first 25 minutes? I was, well, frustrated him bored to tears it was I was I was as bored as the players seemed to be on the pitch there was just no everyone was having too many touches on the ball it was just it was really slow and it kept on going backwards no one was moving I did one thing to, to touch back on the um uh the formation thing I was I was slightly surprised we stuck with three at the back yeah uh, um I I thought they were gonna go with the four and have an extra creative body um, in midfield. Cause I mean, as, I generally as thought Sarko was going to play that eight role, you know, that eight stroke 10 role, mm. but they'd go four, two, three, one. What did he think? Yeah, yeah, likewise. I mean, I mean, like I said, Ellis touched on it about the the having Torreira, who's who's just more defensively minded. You have him in a two. It's always it's not, you're not going to be creating much. So that's everything. Then the whole hub of the team creative had to go through Sabios. And as decent as he's been in it, he's not got that in his game to try and pick worldy passes for people who a are not running in front of him uh, and and it's just him on his todd um it was just it was it was so frustrating because it was it was it just seemed so passionless like it didn't no, not passionless that's a, a thing because it was running around and stuff like that it was just it looked really tired it was a tired we, looking performance do you know what we look like a neutered cat on the prowl do you know what I mean? You know, you know, I'm on the portal tonight, lads. Oh shit, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? What have they done to me? You know, it, it just it it felt there was a lack of energy. Um, I don't think the setup and and the personnel were cohesive. They, they had any cohesion? Sorry, you know, it it just oh god, it was just it was it was painful to watch. Um, I'm, I'm just going to address it very quickly. We all heard the plane above. We can all see it. Look, I know people have got good intentions with this stuff. Um, but we spent 230 million quid in the last two transfer windows in the last couple of years. Whether we've spelled that, spent that well or not is a different kettle of fish. Anybody who listens to this show knows my feelings towards Raul Sanlehi. But... 
I just kind of, I, I don't get the timing. I don't get the, um, you know, the, the kind of message now before we, you know, we've just come out of a pandemic. Well, we're not even out of a pandemic. And we're seeing that in the air. And, and, and for, I just, for the life of me, I'm gobsmacked by it. And I'm, I'm not saying that the um, ambition behind it is bad or anything, but the timing of it is a bit poor. It really is from my perspective. You know, um, let's wait and see what happens. El, I'm going to come to you for the goal. Um, ええ、ちょっと。いや、いや、あの、そうだ。あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あ
I'm not sure that there was much he could have done. Maybe I need to watch it again kind of thing. But did you, um, on that goal, did you see that they showed a bit of uh, thing at halftime on, on the Sky coverage of, um, because Tyrone Mings got the flick on, which yeah. went to Trezeguet, and him saying something to Abamyang. Him and Abamyang were kind of facing each other, and he was saying something, and Abamyang started laughing, and then Mings just went and lo- lost him, just sprinted off and got him, and I, I was a bit annoyed at that. You know, Abamyang, like I say, you can't have a pop at Abamyang for too much, but like he should be switched on. He's defending a corner here. I mean, yes, Tyrone Mings is much taller than bigger, and I don't think Abamyang is very good in the air per se yeah. but yeah just that that little thing just annoyed me yeah I, I, look, I, I think that's in in Alba's um, makeup isn't it you know he likes to have fun on the pitch when you get him in front of goal he, he's dead eyed but he does like to have a bit of fun it was a look yeah you know, I think to me Suarez has gone to better but I just say so is Alba and you know the stats come out Del 46% of the goals we've conceded this season have, in the Premier League have come from set pieces and we were very decent at that last season what do you think has gone wrong? Um, I just think I think it's a concentration sort of thing I think it's a, the sort of tactics or um, the coaching that they received over Emery I think has still sort of had an effect on them I think it, it, he hasn't coached them in a cohesive way and that's why we're in the position we are in perhaps if we had Arteta earlier in the season it might have been one of the things that he could potentially iron out of our team but it's frustrating and it has been something like you say that we sort of seemed to address in the last sort of season but it's crept back into our into our game and it's difficult I think a lot of the time we said this time and time again there's a lot of players in our team that are prone to a brain fart, are prone to lapses and concentrations. And I think corners are the epitome of concentration. If you switch off in a corner and the other team are switched on, you're going to concede a goal. It's it's one of those things that it's the prime time to switch off. It's a dead ball situation. You're not running around. You're not in positions. You're not really there. If you know what I mean, like in a live situation, I think it's a lot easier to not lose concentration, but to go from a dead ball to scrambling in the box if you're not switched on you're going to concede goals. And, and and we saw that. I think, like you said, if, if we were a bit more switched on, if a bang was a bit more switched on, he might have put Mings off a bit and he doesn't get the fl- flick on. If Cedric was more switched on, he'd close down. There's lots of ifs, buts and maybes. But again, it's it's the concentration aspect. And I can't be too critical of this game. I don't think anyone can really be too fucking pissed off that we lost to, to Villa. They're a team fighting for relegation. And by all means, this win's potentially saved them. And we're a team fighting for the difference between 10th and 8th place. It's not... They're always going to come out and probably want it more than our team. Yeah, Rich, I mean, we see after the goal, okay, you know, you see Ceballos plays run over. You see some nice interplay between um, um, Colossians now, but win a corner, but nothing comes of that. Um, you know, we, we, we had the possession. We... we we lacked creativity, you know. We can't catch these guys on the break. They're defending deep, um, and they're defending in numbers. Then you, then you see a Jack Greedish scream at it. Um, it goes just wide after a really good counter-attack. <sighs> the rest of that first half was all the gear, no idea, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I say, it was just, it was... 
devoid of any ideas. It was too many touches on the ball, not moving the ball fast. It just looked really jaded and, and slow. Um, every time... Because I, I, it's one of those things where I wish I was kind of at the game so I could see everything that was going on with yeah. the attacking end. Because the, the, the amount of times either Ceballos or even Torreira or even like some of the defenders would get the ball and they'd have to they turn back because there seemed to be nothing, no options for them further up the field. Just it was so, like, I, I don't think I'd seen a game, an Arsenal game in so long where so many people are doing you know that 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 Sunday league pointing thing yeah where yeah, they 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 you know it was it was all so that it was just it was so it was an awful 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 game but like like um uh, Alice was saying like you know we've not got the difference what it's the difference between 10th and 8th in this game you know i i did you I, I don't know there was a bit of me that thought do you, do you reckon like a lot of people were inhibited because they're worried about getting injured for the cup final I don't think so. I just think we've suffered from this throughout the season where there's a lack of energy at times, okay, where we drop off. I think you know, when you look at Obama Young, no matter how professional he is of his football, he's not kind of inspirational, you know. Um, Luis is more of the inspirational character. I think we miss Jacker starting because, you know, when you set that tempo early doors, you know, you set your stall out from the beginning of the game, and I think because we didn't have that, we had plenty of the possession, but we couldn't find any um, uh, any really good creativity. I think we got frustrated, and I think that just sort of flowed through the team. So you haven't got the energy, you haven't got that creativity, and you know the the, the first half kind of petered out. And like you say, there's too many touches. I don't, I think Arteta got the team selection wrong and the setup wrong, if I'm honest with you. I don't think he made the most out of the players we had. You know, you see in Derby putting some uh, marks at a tenure, it's very hard to argue with those for those players because, you know, the, normally we see far better performances from them. I mean, you know, you look at the stats from the end of the first half, Villa had 34% of the possession. But four shots as opposed to our three, two shots on target as opposed to our our none, three corners as opposed to our six, six fouls as opposed to our nine, and yet they're going one nil up. You know, it's been an issue for us all season. Whether it needs different personnel, you know, and, and I think it's obvious we need personnel changes. Of you know, with quite a few of our players, but. We've got to solve this this problem of having no energy. Um, El, you know, when when you're watching that, when you're lacking, when, when you're watching the lack of passion that was showed, the lack of uh, so passion. Um, I have to apologise. Um, you know, and you're seeing the lack of cohesion. You, know, you saw against City, especially when we're defending. You know, you you saw us moving like a wave. Everybody knew their jobs. Everybody knew what they were doing, and they you know they carried it out. If one man fell off, somebody would step up. Okay, we didn't see that today in defence or attack, did we? 
No, no, not at all. And I think, again, I, I agree with what you said about the changes that we made. We made a lot of changes there, and that is always going to sort of affect your cohesion, especially with players that haven't really played much of the Arsenal at all or haven't played in that sort of formation or combination with another player or set of players. And, of course, that's going to hinder the cohesion. And, again, the performance that we saw putting against Man City took a lot out of us. So you can't, I don't think you can expect to then play the same team again. Changes were going to be have to be made. I agree with you. I thought the changes that were made in the setup that we deployed was a bit strange. When the, when the lineup was announced, I thought... I didn't really understand how they were all going to fit together. And that's the way it sort of transpired on the pitch. It, they didn't really understand what they were all doing. I don't think, again, the combination between Tobias and Torreira worked at all. I think if you're going to have a two-man midfield, those players need to either be com- combined really well or sort of have elements that complement each other. And or, or one needs to be Xhaka. Or one needs to be Xhaka in our case. Or just a better midfielder, one or the yeah. other. <laughs> um, it's obviously an area that I think we need to strengthen. In, and I think that shows that if you drop out one player and your performance drops that much, that is a bit scary. Like if Xhaka is suspended or injured, that he's probably or potentially might be happen to him next season and we don't haven't brought anyone in the summer. We're probably going to be looking at a lot more performances like that. Again, the Man City performance was great, but we passed out from the back and we drew them out and we found space and Villa weren't interested in that especially after they got the goal they weren't mm. pressing us they pressed they pressed they pressed us at the right times when they could when they were worried at times when we thought they might break on us but when we we're playing out from the back there was no need to pressure them they knew that we were a bit fucking impotent up, up front they knew that Torreira and Tobias weren't really creating anything they were giving the ball or allowing us to get the ball to Cedric who was putting crosses and they were dealing with it every time and that is the issue that Arteta needs to solve this team. Yes, he can put out a great team and a great performance against a team like City or Liverpool or some of the bigger top six teams that are actually going to come at you and try and attack you. But how is he going to break down the teams that are fine for relegation or are happy to sit back on a 1-0 lead? That's what he needs to sort out. Mm. Rich, you see in the second half, we see Torreira subbed off on that Xhaka at the break. Um, we start poorly, but we have a really decent attack where we just cr- crowded out. Um, Saka has a decent chance, which kind of comes at him a bit quickly and, and bounces in front of him. He, he fires over. We're having chances, but Villa are the better team. Our press isn't very effective this time. Um, they are, Grealish is running the game for them, but we're still getting a couple of chances. Um, did you have a bit of hope at this point? Sorry, say again. Did I what? Have a bit of hope at this point. Um, I did. So when when I think it was um, it was when Tierney came on and we we reverted to a four. Um, and I, I'm, I'm trying to hope that I don't get mixed up because, like I said, it was so boring the game that all things <laughs> melched into one. It did. But we, <laughs> it did. <laughs> you know what I mean? We went into we went into a four at the back with with um. Uh, when David Luiz went off, and we had Klasnach as an orthodox left, um, sorry, as a centre back, Tierney as an orthodox left back, and Saka kind of moved into midfield, I think. And we, 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 did, the tempo started getting a bit better. Saka, I did Saka have a little off. bit home. Was it Saka, Saka went, went off? Saka went off. Pepe came on for Saka. Tierney came on for Luis. Right. Okay. 
Okay, I'm trying to save the but anyway, the, the the tempo did increase, and it, we looked like something was happening. Um, and then we had the drinks break, which kind of just we just went and just died a death after that. Just all intensity and uh, and any any bit of extra gear that we had just evaporated with that drinks break. Um, but yeah, because like I said, Tierney came on. He started doing some attacking down that left-hand side, putting in a few dangerous crosses. And I, I, I did actually think, oh, we've started to come alive now. But like I say, just it, as, as quick as it came, it went again. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's painful to watch. Um, we've got a guest in the um, in the chat box, a gentleman or, or lady called The Zombie. Um, he's a bit of a Spurs fan by the looks, by the looks of his uh, RV. And he says 10th. And he laughs. Laughy, laughy face. Laughy, laughy face. Is that 10 years since you won a trophy? Is um, We're going to count league titles, mate? Are we going to count trophies of any sort? Or, you know, Wait, so how, how, which league titles are you counting, Jace? Are you talking the, the two that we won at White Hart Lane? Or? Um, yeah, well, the two that we won at like White Hart Lane, at Shite Hart Lane, sorry, the toilet, well, is it the toilet bowl now or is it, I don't know. It is now, it, yeah. You know, um, it, it, a lot more, well, it equals their um, total amount. You know, when you look at it, okay, Arsene Wenger's got more league titles than Tottenham Hotspur. Arsene Wenger's got more league wins than Tottenham Hotspur in the Premier League. Arsene Wenger is keeping it large like that. Okay. Oh, zombie boy, zombie, zombie, zombie. Oh, boo boo <laughs> Now I'm going to ban you because you're boring me tonight. All right, so let's get back to it. I do apologise. L to you. Yeah, we're not very good. Lacazette picks up a yellow card for a foul and Calvin I've got no problem with that. A bit annoyed. Luis brings down Pepe. I did DM Luis, the man going on from Man City. Oh, the guy with the buyback close from Man City. Douglas Luis. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, he doesn't get a yellow on the first run. Um, Keen Davis, um, uh, Keen Davis, whatever his name is, gets a really good opportunity on the break. Grealish puts him through and he fires wide. We get a bit lucky, don't we? We get a bit lucky. For as much as we're kind of in it, uh, you know, we're, we're not very good, are we? <laughs> I love how you answered that. We're not very good. <laughs> sorry, sorry to just intersect that. Martinez got lucky in that as well with that chance. His mm. starting position for that chance was abysmal. Yeah, he came he out with really him that left hand side of his goal, didn't he? Was, mm. oh. But yeah, <laughs> we're not very good. We can be sometimes, but. A lot of the time, it's it. we've been very bad, and pardon me, definitely tonight as well. Yeah, like I think that was only like their real outlet, especially sort of when you get towards the end of the second half. They were really relying on sort of Grealish to break free and try and find a, a striker up there, and that was probably the the best chance they had. And realistically, he, that striker should be putting that away. That's probably the reason why they are flirting with relegation or in the relegation scrap as it stands at the moment because they're not putting away chances. Again, as much as you can sort of praise them for the way they played and the, the way they defended, they didn't really create much. They had one good chance from a corner and a couple of other good chances. If on another day, if they come up against a better team, not an Arsenal that aren't really up for it, 
then I don't think they come out with any points in that game, or maybe maybe one at best. But yeah, we, we, we were, Martinez is lucky. We were lucky. It's just. That's, I guess that's the thing, isn't it? When you start bombing people forward, that sort of plays into their game plan. They can absorb the pressure and they just hope that they can break and find maybe a bit of space and then they've got potentially a two-goal cushion rather than just defending for their lives with that one-goal lead. But we were quite lucky not to be 2 nil down and obviously they didn't, after that, I don't think they really did much or no. But no I made... I, to be honest, they, they capitalised on our errors after that. Um, Rich, we see, uh, we get a corner... And Eddie beats Mings in the air and the ball comes back off the post. Oh, my heart was in my mouth. I just thought oh, that just sums up our evening. You know, whether or not we deserved anything from the game, I don't think so. But it was a moment where you just thought, oh, a little bit of luck. And at least we, you know, we, we don't put a kibosh on the momentum that we built. Yeah, I think unfortunately we used up all our luck in the last, um, well, especially in the Liverpool game. Um, it was a weird one in the sense of like, it's, um, I didn't quite understand what was happening when it happened. It looked like I, like, I was like, did, uh, did it hit the post? Did it go? What the? And then he, because he, he bobbled it, didn't he, old uh, yeah. Pepe Reina? Um, but that's one of the things that Enketia is really good at, like finding space in the box, um, instinctively knowing where the ball is going to drop. And he's got such a good leap on him for for someone who's not the tallest striker in the world. Um, I think it was a decent header, and like I say, it was, it, it was just unlucky. The other side, just a and a couple of inches to the to the right, and that's going in off the post, and one one happy days kind of thing. But. Um, yeah, it's just I said it's one of the things. It's because I, I thought Eddie had a, a bit of a poor game. You know, he's, he hasn't played you know for three games. He's I don't think he's a good enough footballer to be out on the right. He's a you know he's a he's a goal scorer. He's someone who who, who, who has the knack of finding uh, being in the right place at the right time. So yeah, it was just one of those things. I said I did have a little a little flutter, but I, the, the the rest of the game had put me into such a you know. A lull and a, and a comatose state. I, I didn't even shout for it when it hit the post. Oh, I, I, I got to be honest, okay? I, I wasn't supposed to host this one. It's supposed to be Josh, but he's got an early start tomorrow. And when I was watching it, I just thought, oh, this is putrid. Do you know what I mean? This is just putrid. I, oh, why? Why? Um, guys, we're just going to finish off the game now because there's not a lot to talk about it. It was, it lacked incident it lacked heart it lacked decent football to be honest with you it really did it was that bad so i'm just going to finish off with the guys if you get any questions put them in the box now lance if you're not answering questions keep an eye for the question see if there's any questions there um l let's start with you mate your overall thoughts on that game um go on i think meh is the best word to sum up that game didn't really mean much it wasn't really a great game of football it's it's a game that means more to Villa and more to their fans than it does to us although I tell our team and our fans that the team were going for the motions and you can see that they never really put a decent performance in from the whole 11 that are fielded on the, on the day didn't really put a decent performance in there was a couple of glimpses of a chance from Eddie and Ketter and a chance from Zaka but other than that it was just a bit bland and boring and I'll probably never talk or think about this football match ever again in my life. 
<laughs> I don't think it. Yeah, we'll go to that. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, cool. I, I agree. Go on, Rich. Oh, mate, I could, it was it was it was so boring and bland. It was it was grilled chicken with no seasoning. That's how bad it was. It was oh, it was dreadful. I don't want to ever want to see remember this game for as long as I live. It was that bad. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was it. Um, right. Okay. Oh, Jesus. There's a lot of questions here now, and I'm going to get one more because he's a cheap sausage. Jace, is that is this the quickest you've ever done a a, a walkthrough of a game? It was going to be <laughs> quick anyway. Show. Okay, it was going to be quick anyway tonight. It was going to be 50 minutes max, but it's 32 minutes, and I've actually strung that out. Okay. <laughs> I have strung that I, no, I normally have four pages of notes, okay? I, I, you, know, you, you write down an incident, and you may or may not use it, all depending on what the answers have been so far. But to be honest with you, boys, I think I've asked you both two, you know, the same questions on a couple of occasions because I was trying to string it out. It was just putrid to watch. Um, I've had enough. You know, I've had enough. So let's go to some questions then. Um Ellen, let's start with you. C-Law AFC asks, we need a creative eight-stroke ten. If we can get him, would you? Who would, if we can get him, would, would you bat lads bin off Gwendozi for Coutinho? Bear in mind, um, Gwendozi has one goal and one assist in nearly 100 appearances. Um, short answer, no. I think of what he's hinting at with that question is potentially a swap. And I think Gwendoos is probably one of our more sellable assets at the moment. He's not fitting in with, with the team. He's young. He's probably got a bright future ahead of him. He's obviously got an attitude problem, doesn't get on with our coach. So probably needs to be sold and we could probably get a bit of money for him. I think swapping him for Coutinho would be a bit of bad business. I like Coutinho. When he was playing for Liverpool in the league, he was a quality player. He went to Barcelona. It didn't really work out for him. Whether it would work out for us, who knows? We, I guess we'll never know unless he actually does join us. He's a player that I like and I think he's a type of player that would obviously improve us. But I think we could probably buy smarter, in my own opinion. I'm not one for throwing out names because I don't really know much players outside the Premier League or, or outside of Arsenal, if I'm being completely honest. But what I've seen of Cortino, Cortino I think I'd like to get someone a bit more robust and a bit more legs, energy in the tank than what Coutinho has. Of course, I agree with that. I've got to be honest, you know, I've been off Gwendozi anyway, okay? You know, his attitude at that age and not wanting to be part of what's going on here, screw him. But Coutinho, I don't think it makes sense. I think money-wise, it doesn't make sense. Um, You know, quality player, mm, yeah, yeah. You know, but, they, you know, Barca want their pound of flesh for him. And I don't think it's worth it. Um, Rich, actually, we're all going to answer this. Carly Joalguna asks, who do we sell this summer? I can think of four players at least. So, go on, give me two. Uh, well, we've already said Gwendozi. Yeah. Uh, like I said, he's a sellable asset. And let's like say you'll get a bit of music. And if he's you know not fitting in and he's not willing to to uh, 
acquiesce to the manager, then like you said, it's on him. He's going to have to go. Uh, so another one uh, 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 that, that we'd get money for. Uh, it's weird because uh, uh, prior to the Liverpool or prior to, and the Man City game, I would have said Lacazette would have been my other one. Mm. And I still think I'm going to say Lacazette. Okay. It's one of those, isn't it? Everybody's going to have different opinions on this. And there's no harm in, you know, disagreeing on it. Al, come on, give me two. Um, Socrates, because he's not going to look in. And hopefully Sven, doing his amazing scouting, will just bring back yet another former Dortmund player to Stuttgart. I forgot that geezer even existed. <laughs> is, he, is he in Stuttgart? Did I make that up? Or did I just dream that? I don't know. He's yeah, somewhere. Stuttgart, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he'll do us a favour and buy sock off us again because him bringing into Arsenal didn't do us any favours and Oteta clearly doesn't fancy him so he might as well bin him off um, Kolasinac for me I'd be happy with selling yeah. I don't think he's frustrated me a lot since the restart certainly and before the restart as well obviously got him in a free so any sort of money we make for him will be a bonus and to get his wages off the off the off the bill would be good. Um, I thought I had someone else in my mind and I've forgotten completely who I thought I'd tell. I said two, didn't I? Give me me two. I thought I had like four in my head and they've all gone poof. I'll tell you what I'm going to say. Torreira. (laughs) I tell Torreira. I don't think he matches what we need in that role. Okay. Um, And another one, I'd sell Cedric Suarez. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't a fan when, he, when the signing happened. I kind of changed my mind a little bit because, you know, he's not a bad player, but they've been, you know, since after his debut, I, I haven't enjoyed him at all. So I, 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 if you can get a couple of quid for him, I get a couple of quid for him. It won't cost us that much, will it? You know, so... Bit harsh, I know, but there you go. Um, Rich, back to you. Uh, sorry, Cali to El Guna. Yeah, no, we haven't said that yet. Um, CLO <laughs> AFC, Rich, he says, can we send Eddie back to Leeds, please? That's a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> he was doing all right until um, he got the, the harsh uh, setting off. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't think tonight's game was. Uh, it, it was not a position that he should be playing that right that right wing uh poor eddie it's it, it, he's he was always been one of those players that i kind of i always thought is he really gonna make it is he one of those you know one of those players that like absolutely in the in the reserve leagues like under 23s or under 21s everyone there yeah. absolutely smash it yeah and then but are just not quite good enough. They're not quite strong enough. They're not quite quick enough. They're not quite good enough to make that um, that leap. And I, I don't think he's the, the best footballer in the world. No. Um, which is why I, I you know, I, I, I think being on the right wing doesn't help him. But um, for work rate and being a nuisance and, and having a knack for being in the right place at the right time, I, I, no, I want to keep him. I yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I can see him as a super sub, stroke that player for a certain game. You know, and I, I'm, I don't think he's going to thrive at a lot of other clubs because they'll want, like, be also wanted a complete player. 
but you know, you could see it just underground. Um, I'm going to answer the next one. Matthew Hudson asks, and he says, Is there any hope? Yes, Math, there is. You're not going to find it in Jesus, but you'll find it in ABW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hit that like button. Uh, I've not mentioned like buttons today. I did that Saturday. It was all exciting then. Um, <laughs> sorry. Oh, God. Um, uh, Phil Marker asks, do we expect similar on Sunday? <laughs> Probably. I'd like to think that the whole Cajones comment from Troy Genie might semi-motivate them a bit more, but I don't think they really pay attention. I don't think the Arsenal fans really give a sh- toss about what Troy Deeney said about them, to be fair. Um, but yeah, probably. I mean, we've got a lot We've got a lot of time off now, haven't we? We've got till Sunday. It's a fair few games off and then we're not back in the FA Cup until the first, the following Saturday. So there's the time off. So at least if Arteta wants to, he can put out quite a strong team. And I imagine he probably will just to keep them sort of ticking over for the, for the final. So no, if I'm being honest, I don't expect more of the same. I think we'll be a little bit better. Good. Um, Rich Avon Teddington asks, Cola, what's the point? Uh, who? Co- Cola? Yeah, Kolasinach. Yeah, mate, I agree with him. He was so annoying. He he shits his pants whenever he gets the fucking... I kept swearing, sorry. He, he absolutely gets scared witless whenever he gets the ball. It's so frustrating. Um... He's not used to being that, that that far inside, though, is he? You know, I suppose he's, so. But he's, he's on a football back. pitch. He's, he's a yeah, but it's it's like the, it's it's just the the panic and the fear he has, and it just it's always backwards. It's always backwards. No, there, there, there. Who was the guy who asked that question? Uh Yvonne Teddington. Avon Teddington. There is no point in in cola. No, there's a <laughs> yeah. Sell him, sell him. Last question. Is it the last question? Yeah, it is the last question. L, um, does anyone else feel that the Cedric four-year contract might have been a little... um, Oh, no, there's two more questions, sorry. Uh, This one's for you, L. Does anyone else feel that Cedric uh, a four-year contract might have been a little premature? Look at Avon Teddington getting like two questions asked in like quick succession. Because I missed Thunder Roads. <laughs> At least sorry, you're yeah, I'll, I'll come back to Thunder Roads. I'll answer Thunder Roads now, so sorry. Um, yeah, I, d- I, d- I don't know much about Cedric Suarez, and I didn't. I know he's at Southampton, and I know he can play at left back and right back, but I didn't know much about him, so I was quite shocked when we loaned him. I think. Potentially, it's a good bit of business, especially with the rumours going around that Ainsley wants to potentially move on. So you do need some cover there for one. Hector Peller probably gets another injury or does his back in plant and tree. Um. <laughs> hey, don't call Datsun on us now. I'm not, I'm not. I don't mind Hector Peller. I actually quite like the guy. And I'm not sat in my car ranting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a... Four years, though, that is a lot, isn't it, for a guy that's not really made an impression other than scoring. But it's not a lot for a Kia player, is it? <laughs> you know? No. Oh, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, OK, let's move on. So the last question of the night is from our favourite Thunder Road. Any harm in taking a punt on David Silver 
the worst he can say is no. Poor. Yeah, I don't think there's any harm in it, but it all depends what money's asking for. And you know, does he want to go back home? Does he want to go back home to Spain? You know, um, who knows? But um, I think you're going to need, this summer, we're going to need a couple of experienced players coming in. They don't have to be worldies, but I do expect us to keep the youthful line moving. But um, uh, we wait and see. And that's it for tonight, guys. That game was an absolute... <laughs> Ellis is right. Ellis is right. For the first time, he smiled all night. Okay. <laughs> I've cheered all night as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was an absolute shower of SHIT. It was awful to watch. It wasn't as painful as the as, as the um, uh, as the Brighton game, but my God, uh, it was horrible. Everybody in the chat box who's been to support us tonight, thank you very much. You've had a watch. The Arsenal, then you want to watch us do that. Um, sorry, Mr. Epic. Um, this show's ending now. This show is ending now. <laughs> but um, uh, my thanks to Rich and my thanks to Ellis, boys, you did a manful job there. At least you gave 100% to try to make something entertaining out of that. Well done. Well, thanks, <laughs> It's a pleasure dealing with you boys. Um, he says, pathetic, you are right. Tappy, tappy. Tappy, tappy for Ellis and tappy, tappy for Rich. Because they were to talk about that show of shite. And it was not good. Um, that's it, guys. Thanks for your support. Thank you, boys. Um, we will be going live after the game on Watford. The lineup for the Watford game is myself, John Welsh, Chris Carpenter, and Josh Dorr. Um, as I said last game of the season, it's just that, then the FA Cup final. I'm not sure who's on the podcast with Danny this week. It's been a poor night, but keep it Arsenal and keep smiling, guys. Take care. Good night. God bless. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.